You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Well, we have a fast-paced, informative show planned for you today, don't we, moderator? Yes, we do. We're going to talk about Ford versus Ferrari feature film coming out. Ford v. Ferrari. Talk about some uh, famous black comedians who crash supercars. (laughs) And quilted interiors. One of them's a real crash. (laughs) One of them's a real crash. People are thinking about Tracy Morgan, but Eddie Griffin Griffin. really, really really crashed a supercar. So we'll get into that. First, I'll tell you about Continental OETs. You find a lot of weird things in cars, trinkets and snakes even sometimes, and even uh, old crayons and all that. You'll also find Continental Belts. Bet you didn't know. They're the OE to millions of Chrysler's Dodge, Ford, BMW, VW, and GM vehicles. Continental is launching the aftermarket multi-V belt with the OE Pedigree. That's their OE Technology Series. So finally, you get the good dealer stuff, and you can get it uh, off the shelf at the parts store. Fanatically engineered for perfect fit form and function for 98% of vehicles on the road in the U.S. and Canada. Yeah. I like that average. Continental OE Technology Series Multi-V Belts, the belt with the OE pedigree. You get the full story at oetechnologyseries.com. That's oetechnologyseries.com. All right. Let's get on with a fast, fun, and informative show. Get it on, got to get it on, no choice but to get, it, get it on, and welcome to CarCast. That's Castrol CarCast to you. I'm Adam Carroll, that's Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea. Hello. How you doing, pal? I'm, I'm doing good. Had a good weekend, driving cars. Yeah, you got some really cool stuff. Yeah, it's been a good couple of weeks. Like $165,000 Range Rover It's 181. There? 181. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's a An truck. Acura NSX, McLaren 720S. Spider. Yeah. Much to talk about. Oh, good stuff. All right. And uh, we're going to talk, of course, about uh, Ford v. Ferrari. First, let me just hit uh, J.B. Weld here. Made in the USA. Pros and DIYers have trusted uh, J.B. Weld for more than 50 years. We use it at home. I use it at home. I use it here. We use it in the garage. We use it everywhere. Available at jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, AutoZone, O'Reilly, Walmart. I mean, wherever you wherever you get any adhesive or really anything, Amazon, JB Weld, the world's strongest bond. All right. So uh, excited. The uh, trailer finally dropped for Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. Um, I, we've been waiting on this thing for a while. As predicted, it's kind of the Christian Bale story. Or well, Christian Bale portrays Ken Miles, Ken Miles but it's the yeah. Ken Miles story with Christian Bale as Ken Miles. They uh, he looks like him naturally. Yeah, so. yeah, he kind of does. And it's it's going to be uh, I don't know, I get that we're it's going to be great. They got like a great team behind it, like we said, Bale and Matt Damon and James Mangold. He did such a great job on Logan. I loved Logan. I thought that was I thought he did a great job on. That, I like Three Ten to Yuma, which was another yeah. one of his films. Um, 
So it's Shelby, and it's um, 10 miles, and uh, so far it looks like the story yeah. of Shelby and, and 10 miles and 10 miles and his son but I, and, I and wife. Did you dig into it at all to see, like, who's playing some of the Ferrari people? Is there an Enzo? Like, at one point there was talk of, <clears throat> of an Enzo movie or, or talk of, like, uh, Robert De Niro playing Enzo, maybe in this film or a different film, and... And uh, I, I'm, we keep talking about Damon and Bale because they're in the trailer, and I realize I don't know who's who's playing the Ferrari roles. Well, I was looking down the IMDb page, and it's sort of in order of importance, appearance, you know, most screen time first yeah. normally. Yeah. So Christian Bale, Ken Miles first, I think uh, Matt Damon, Carol Shelby second. I think third is like his wife or his son. I think his wife. Ken right. Miles' wife, and then there's like Lee Iacocca. Yeah, yeah. And there's a bunch of guys that are in our. You'll see them in um, the 24 hour war. You know, like like Shelby will bring up names like Dan Johnson said, come, come down to headquarters yeah. and I'll show you whatever. What are these names? And you'll see those names in this doc and or in this feature film. When you get de- – you got to go down a little ways to get some Ferrari guys yeah. down there, Ferrari himself. I think you got you got to truck down like nine or ten names to get to Ferrari, which says to me he's in it, but this isn't his story. Yeah, and, and but the, the Ferrari – the Ford v-, v Ferrari portion of it is sort of this ominous like Ferrari is out there and they've already been dominating without having to like sort of – reflect on one particular person they can just build it up as ferrari in general yeah do the imdb uh maxipata and you'll see that i think ferrari's down the list a a little bit but there are other players um and they're like is it gilbert guys like don Beebe or something (laughs) like that or uh, wait don Beebe was a wide receiver for buffalo is it don (laughs) Beebe? he doesn't sound italian there's a fry i think there's a bb they're guy the guys like that leo Leo? no it's not leo bb okay (laughs) thanks uh i think there's a there's like a Don Fry. Oh, maybe there is a Leo Beebe. It's like a Don Fry, Leo Beebe. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I think Don Fry and Leo Beebe, like guy, weird names like that, are what they are what they put up there. Uh, and Enzo, we, we, Enzo Ferrari. And right, but Charlie Akabu, who's the mechanic for yeah. Ken Miles, is right under that. So, and we interviewed him. He's in our. Doc, he's still yeah. youngish. I mean, he must have been when he was the mechanic or on the crew for Ken Miles. He must have been nineteen and a half. Yeah, because he seems like he's sixty three now. <laughs> like he's yeah. not an old guy, right? And he came to our shop, uh, Charlie Akabu, yeah, and great. we we interviewed him. So sorry, start at the top, and we'll sort of take take a take a look. So it's Ken Miles. It's uh, Ken Miles' wife. It's Shelby. It's yeah. Lee Iacocca. John Bernthal. He's great. Phil Remington is the mechanic. He's the mechanic. Yep, you're right. Leo Beebe. Oh, Josh Lucas. Josh plays. Lucas is playing Leo Beebe. Right. So Peter Miles, the son, Henry Ford, the second. Uh, there's, so you don't really, there's not a lot of Ferrari in here until you get down. The thing that's kind of funny is uh, Chris Darga plays uh 
Holman or Moody. I can't remember of Holman and Moody, the guys who yeah, built yeah. the engines and did all the stock car stuff and put some of the GT40s out there. There's some Holman Moody GT40s. Right. Plates Holman. My buddy from a million years ago, the Groundlings, Chris Darga, plays uh, Holman. Is it John, John Holman? Holman? Yeah. Leo Holman. John Holman. <laughs> Is it Leo? <laughs> John Holman. Right. So it's uh, it's an interesting story, but stop me if I'm wrong, Max Zapata. Uh, Enzo Ferrari doesn't come on the IMDb thing until like 15th. Yeah, no, he's, and, and he's, under, he's under Tiki Bar Waitress and <laughs> Commentator. <laughs> right. So this is the story of Shelby and Ken Miles. Yeah. And this is the story I said should be talked about. Max Pata found a two-year-old interview with me uh, talking to Haggerty about just doing an interview about probably the 24-hour war. And I said, the Ken Miles story, that's yeah. the story that people need to hear. Oh. So, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, look, I'm not going to be recognized <laughs> in my time <laughs> or in anybody's time. But one day they'll erect a monument and then some college <laughs> kids will want it torn down. <laughs> yeah. So I said uh, a few years ago, the story is the Ken Miles yeah. story. Yeah. You said it in August 2017, and then it was announced James Mangold was directing a film called Ford vs. Ferrari in uh, February of 2018. Right. And I right. said what, Max Apata? Sorry. Uh, you said, when we started making the 24-hour war, I hadn't known as much about the Ken Miles stories as I probably should have. That part to me was eye-opening. Miles was such a gentleman, and he was so mild-mannered. He's going to be the first guy to win the triple crown of Daytona, Sebring, and Le Mans, and basically just got gypped out of his Le Mans win, only to die tragically in testing some months later. And all of this has just kind of been lost to the dustbin of history. It's so sad that most people, even gearheads and people that are into the hobby, don't even know who Ken Miles was. So, wow, when well James said. Mangold... Receives his Oscar. At some point, he'll go a shout out to Adam Carolla. Yeah. Had it not been for the Haggerty online Haggerty Insurance online article about another project where he singled out Ken Miles, I would never have the inspiration to yeah. tell this story. Yeah, you think that's going to happen? No. Okay. I'm sure he's also going to say, "I heard there was a really great documentary. I did not. I'm going to go on record. Did not see that documentary." That's right. <laughs> uh, but you know, Hollywood always gets the opportunity to take liberties with the story and build it up and make it exciting. But this is a story that's already has all kinds of drama and tragedy and things. But how do you? How do you think James Mangold is going to turn it into, you know, a two-hour super dramatic rush type movie, rush esque? I think he focuses on the Ken Miles relationship with the son, the Ken Miles relationship with the wife, and you really get invested in Ken Miles. Yeah, and because once you buy into Ken Miles, the man then Ken Miles, the race car driver, is easy because that story just tells itself. I mean, yeah. Going for the triple crown, gets completely jacked out of it at Le Mans, and then is dead seven weeks later testing. So yeah. all you have to do t to the audience is get them invested in Ken Miles as a dad and Ken Miles as a friend and Ken Miles as Shelby's friend and Ken Miles as the husband – Ken Miles, the racer, yeah. that story, you don't need to change a word in that story. Right. That, that's drawn out like a Shakespearean play, right? That's a tragedy 
of Shakespearean yeah. proportions I mean, right it. there. <laughs> yeah. Well, as I was telling my friends at Haggerty <laughs> yeah. uh, several years ago, yeah. I do know that story. You do know that story. Not yeah. as well as you did at the time, but you, you know it better now. Adam is the Ken Miles of the documentary world. Like he's just going to be lost to the dust of history. Tragic story. That's right. I'd like to be the Ken Burns of the documentary <laughs> set, but I'm the yeah. Ken. Mi- I'll be the Ken Miles if they never made a movie about Ken Miles. So I was watching the trailer. The I guess the the online version, the longer like two minute trailer, and I love that they have sort of a a thrashing scene to get the car together. It's all it's all Rocky in the gym. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I the tiger kind of thing going on, and it's but it's the crew, and I don't know how long they had to actually. I I don't recall specifically how how long they had to build well, to the, build the car. In the commercial, they said ninety Nine, days. Ninety days. And um, I, I think it was more than that. I like that they were bold enough to show a sparks flying scene. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> so innovative. It's never been done in cinematic <laughs> history where they get the grinder going. Yeah. Grind. It's also the easiest scene to set up. Yeah. When you're filming, because you go, what are we doing with this grinder? Nothing. Just Nothing. go. Just go on top of this piece of metal, and then sparks will fly out, <laughs> and then we'll get we'll get the grind scene. Yeah. Uh, um, look, they look all focused. And uh, who is, it? is it? Are they in a dino room? They're in a dino they're room. In a dino room. They had that famously. It's in our dock where they had that like computer punch card. Yeah. That like simulated Lamar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had, I think Dan Gurney was talking about it, but they took a 427 and they ran it for like 42 hours nonstop. And they they moved all the shifting and everything to simulate Le Mans. Yeah. So it's like Mulsanne straight, you know, running at 7,000 RPM for four minutes and then back down through the turn and then back, you know. So they literally built a mechanical simulator to run the engines for, you know, if it's the 24 hours of Le Mans, they'd run it for 36 hours. But in, Ford was developing the engine. Ford was working on the engines, not in-house at Shelby, right? Because they could never afford it. Yeah. The, the <laughs> Ford in, at Ford, I believe, in like Dearborn, was this state-of-the-art big mechanical dyno that yeah. just ran the engines as it – it, it, with one of those computer punch cards to like simulate <laughs> right. the race, everything yeah. was analog, obviously. But that was part of the we have an unlimited budget to beat Ferrari. Like what other teams had a dyno? Yeah. They all had dynos. But they didn't have dynos where they could run the engine for two days and right. simulate the track every shift and breaking point. Right? Yeah, uh, it's gonna be. We're gonna watch it. Some trailer. It's gonna be pretty exciting. I'm excited for it. It's gonna. I'm looking forward to this film. When is it? November fifteenth. Yeah, November fifteenth. November fifteenth. Now, how Oscar do you think season. Oscar season? Mm. And I have yet to see. I saw the trailer of the Shelby Doc of your Shelby Doc, but I have not seen the film yet. And in the 24 hour war, when you guys cut that, when you and Nate were cutting that originally, there was a there was a big Shelby portion of it, and you're like. This is a its own movie. Let's let's reduce the amount of Shelby that's in it. We'll do a standalone film with that, and let's focus more on the the Ford versus Ferrari aspect of of the battle. We the had a battle in within the twenty four hour war, F- Ford versus Ferrari, our doc, and it was Le Mans was the big thing. In the middle of that doc, 
we had, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes of like Shelby, Shelby building the Daytona, Shelby Cobra Daytona, winning at Daytona, you know, having set the lap record or or test at Riverside and have it be three seconds faster than a Cobra. And all that stuff caught on fire at Daytona and Shelby (laughs) sort of pulled the plug and, and blah, blah, blah. Um, it was all in there, and the whole thing, you know, thing was like two hours long, maybe over two hours. And when we were watching it, I was saying that in the middle of our doc about really developing the GT40, the Ford GT40 to go to Le Mans and, and beat Ferrari, in the middle of that story, we had this story about these guys from Venice Beach building a Daytona and winning at Daytona and Sebring and some other place winning the manufacturer's championship, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But I was like, we shifted from the GT40 to this other car for like a long period of time. And then we're going to go back to the GT40. Right. And I was like, it's confusing. I mean, it's not confusing to me, but anyone else would sort of be confused that we're hopping around different cars. Which yeah. car are we talking about? Which which it's car? It's mesmerizing. And it's a great story, but it, it's it's wasn't exactly accurate as far as. It wasn't telling the right story for the 24-hour war. Right. It was kind of so, setting up a little bit too much. I we? said – we kept kind of tightening it up and paring it down. But I said, I think we just need to kind of remove that whole chunk and then we'll use it when we do the Shelby dock one day. So it was yeah. funny. When I was watching the um, – I was watching a, a rough cut some months ago, the Shelby dock. And it's like two, it was like two hours and 20 minutes or something like that. And I was just watching the whole thing. And I was like, eh, it needs this and it's slow here and it needs that. And at a certain point, it got to like sort of the middle. And I was like, oh, this part works. Uh, it really picked up when we hit this part and it really looked good from this part to that part. And then it slowed down again. Yeah. And Nate was like, yeah, because that's a part we just took out and put in from our other movie. <laughs> other movie. That one was already done. It was, was already, already done. <laughs> and I don't even remember. I didn't remember. And I was just like, hey, all of a sudden it's good. Like it's fast. Yeah, it's working. Yeah. Everything's good. And I was like, that middle part's really yeah, good. It's like, well, that's already done. <laughs> so that's why. Yeah, we got pages of notes on that one. All right. So I was like, um, uh, so now the whole thing, the Shelby dock is, is good and 24 hour wars good. And it's, it's all good. But, uh, the Shelby dock is over two hours. It's not oh. a short, not a short dock. No, I must say also. So, uh, Max Apata tells me the, the UK title and maybe the European title for the Ford V Ferraris, Le Mans 66, which Makes sense, although a little unnecessary, I feel. Yeah. But I, I guess it, Le Mans is a bigger race there, well, and they understand it more. Everybody there is familiar with Ford and Ferrari, but maybe not familiar with the battle, the the, the versus portion of it as much as we are. We don't, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. So Le Mans 66, that shall be the uh, European title for it. Um, and uh, 
In uh, in Japan, they've retitled it Toyota v. Datsun. I don't <laughs> yeah. know if you know that. I mean, these get people in the door. They're trying to get the people old, in there. Putting the asses in switch. <laughs> All right, let me hit uh, Castrol over here. Stronger under pressure. Engines can lose up to 10% of performance due to friction. Castrol Edge with fluid titanium transforms under pressure. Keep metal from rubbing. And uh, I know you say rubbing is racing, but not inside of the engine. No. You want that little film of Castrol Edge. Three times. Three fool. times. Fool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, three times stronger against leading. Uh, three times stronger than leading full synthetic against viscosity breakdown. Castrol Edge, everybody. Yeah. All right. I let's was see. watching Days of Thunder when they got the oil leak right before the race mm-hmm. because we had to switch engines. We found some metal in the oil filter. Oh, oh, yeah. He was like, where'd you get it? Well, we stole it <laughs> from Randy Quaid. Tenor <laughs> uh, uh, Faust also <laughs> in the Ford V Ferrari is Ronnie Buckman. I think that's, oh. yeah. He's probably done some stunt driving in that movie. Probably done some stunt driving. And doing a little acting and as well. Our 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 friend, uh, Jeremy Fry. Uh, Jeremy Fry has been here. He's been on CarCast. He was the driver and Baby Driver and all the John Wick movies. And he was working on this film. How does he drive in those John Wick movies when the drive shaft is all screwed <laughs> I, up? I don't know. Uh, I have no idea. It was pretty Poor. interesting. Poor Sonny. He was explaining to me, like, oh, I love John Wick. I was like, okay, but here's the part Daddy doesn't like. Daddy doesn't like John Leguizamo saying that the drive shaft is all shot to hell because you can't drive it when the drive shaft is all shot to hell. He drove it, like, from his garage because he parked it in the garage at night and then drove it, like, out into the middle of the street so Leguizamo could take a look at it. It was weird. And I think he was driving home from where he stole it. I well, think. I, I think or the scene is he back. drives it home and he parks it in his garage at night. And then the next scene is like, like Wazomer's like outside oh. walking around the car. And I didn't have the thing. sound up. I just feel, I feel like he drove it. He was driving it back from the place. But maybe yeah. you're right. Yeah. Also. I know that scene irritates me. I had to explain. So. I had to explain to Sonny. He's like, he's like, and John Wick, he's got a puppy. Yeah. He's got a really cool car. And I'm like, it's okay. It's okay, it's okay. Daddy's five ten is much better than John Wick's piece of shit Mustang. It's like, what's he driving a sixty seven or something? Uh, yeah, yeah, sixty. Yeah, Eight? probably sixty seven. Sixty seven. Like, Mustang. look, Dick. Just because you put Kragers on a Mustang and <laughs> blackjack headers doesn't mean it's not a piece of shit. It's not about the car. It's about the dog. It's a. It's a sixty nine. <laughs> oh, it's a Mach one. Ugh. Uh, yeah, John Wick drives. F- $7,000 worth of Mustang. <laughs> That's the thing's a piece of shit. Yeah. You put an Adelief suspension in the back, some blackjack <laughs> headers on there, some yeah. Kragers. I mean, that, what what the fuck with that car? <laughs> like, if, if my friend was like, I'm going into this uh, Russian impound and I'm going to go shoot the place up and get yeah. my Mustang back, I'd be like, or we can just go to eBay and get another one for eight grand. Yeah. That's the same car. Yeah. Maybe Plus better. The, the damage that he did to it is going to cost a hundred grand. <laughs> it's a 69 Ford Mustang Mach 1, right? That's just like black with a black interior. Like, what? what? Mm, was it green? People are so stupid with cars. Like, I, I'm sorry. I had to be a douche to my son, but he's like, he's got a really good car. I'm like, no. Look, first off, your mom's Tesla. Right, she sold it. We buy eleven of those cars. Okay, okay, so you think your mom's car is super cool? 
He's like, eh, eh, eh. I mean, it gets him where he needs to go. A Datsun 610, that's much yeah. better than that car. Yeah, in race trim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even stock. I, I swear to God, bone stock, I might take that Datsun 610 over uh, what? Yeah. The films, they call it a Boss 429, but all the car guys are like, no, that's a yeah, Mustang. It's not, yeah, it's not a Boss 429. But like in the movie, like his wife gave him the car and the dog, I think. Yeah. And that, I don't know. But his wife definitely dog. gave him the dog. I don't Wait a minute. The dog. So, so Ford made a, a 428 Cobra jet. Yeah. They made a. It's a money car. They made a 427. Well, they made a. And a 429? They made an engine of 427, yeah. but they didn't Right, make they a, didn't make a car. Yeah. And a 429 Boss. Yeah. So they made 27, and 28, car. and 29. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's not a Boss 429. That's a different car. Yeah. This is, he's basically driving the Mustang that Mary Tyler Moore drove in the beginning <laughs> of the Mary Tyler Moore show. You show the beginning of the Mary Tyler Moore show, I'll show you the Mustang John Wick was driving. <laughs> Stupid. Hers is in better shape. What else that thing have on it? Like some rims and uh, like a Hearst shifter knob? Blah. Yeah. Yeah. It has a new drive shaft. <laughs> Core sport, the radiator. I don't know what else he was yapping about. What is it about. with guys in cars? Like It's like when the people talk about the bullet Mustang. Like, oh, man, that thing was badass, man. Yeah. That's, all t- that's a piece of shit. That thing's Jesus, that car's a fucking piece of shit. That's <laughs> who cares about the bullet Mustang. Yeah. I could beat the new a, bullet any, Mustang's better. Any one of you could do a bullet Mustang recreation oh, yeah. for yeah. no fucking money and no purpose and no anything. <laughs> no fanfare, no anything. That's like what I don't get car guys. I you know what I think it is? I think car, I think here's what I think people do. I think people, I think car guys do what uh, hipsters do with Radiohead. Like, lead hipster goes, I'm listening to a lot of Radiohead. And then all the other fucking bovine head nodders go, oh, yeah, yeah, no, Radiohead. No, yeah, think I'm cool. Yeah, I don't listen to Radiohead. But yeah, 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 oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Car guys are insecure because a lot of car guys don't know anything about cars. So then lead buffoon brings up bullet Mustang and then all the flock of buffoons go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, that's a bad. That's a badass. That's a badass. Right, because it's the famous car or the famous movie, and the thing's and, a piece of shit yeah. now. It was. It's a bigger piece of shit now. It was a piece of shit then. It was a cool movie, like a cool yeah, yeah. driving scene and all that stuff. But the car's a piece of shit. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm all with right. You. I'm, I'm with, with you. Me. I mean, would you want it? Would you want that car? I mean, if you got it, you'd sell it the next day. But would you want to drive that car or look at that car? Not if it doesn't have air. <laughs> no. <laughs> would you want to race that car? Yeah. Uh, it's not a race car. Well, you wouldn't want to race it. it you wouldn't want to drive it. it. Doesn't really would you want it. to would you want to take the Steve McQueen bullet Mustang and drive it in a spirited fashion on Mulholland Drive? No, that's no. dangerous. <laughs> yeah. The answer's no. Because it's got a live rear axle yeah. and drum brakes. Yeah. Right. And leaf oh, a 2019 bullet. I'd yes. be all over. <laughs> Not that car. Yeah, no. That's a piece of shit. <laughs> okay. So it's a $4 million car. And if you said to me, would you like to drive it? I'd go, no, because it's a piece of shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm mostly mad at my dad because <laughs> the guy who owns the car's dad bought it like in the recycler for like three grand yeah, and then yeah, just yeah. hit it. 
and now the dad's died, and now it's also it's like a, I don't know eleven million dollars or something, whatever it's insured. I think for. it's four, or they estimate, or maybe more. Who knows? You know what it's worth? What someone will pay for it? That's <laughs> what. And then who are all the guys that are like, we gotta find the bullet Mustang? Like why? <laughs> Why? It's a piece of shit Mustang from the 70s. Right. What do you need to find right. it for? Uh, I don't know. You've not a good... seen a you know, puke green Mustang before with, with headers and a, and a four-barrel holly? Is that exotic to you? Do you know how much you're irritating Bo Bachman right now? I don't care. <laughs> that car's a piece of shit. I mean, that car's like, it's a shit Mustang. They put some gears in it. Yeah. They probably beefed up the leaf springs. And the shocks. Yeah. They probably put some headers, a cam, and a four barrel in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. Can you even put a sway bar in a car like that? Right. But that's the car now. When the movie came out, they're like, what's a cool muscle car that we have available to yeah, us? Yeah, I get it. It's yeah. a piece of shit now. Right. Right. Yeah, I right. get it. Right. All, All right. right. Let me tell you guys about Geico. Everybody's got a to do list. You could drop off your dry cleaning, you pick up some milk. And now you can add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance to that list, and you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. Just go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. So if you want some extra money in your pocket, this is the most rewarding to-do you can do today. Be sure to check out Geico.com. All right. You All got right. the... Um you want to talk about Tracy Morgan and his Bugatti? Yeah. Did you hear about this? This is what's bugging me about the story. Is Chiron not... or something? Which no, one? No, is no, no. He got a, a used Veyron. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't like the Veyron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like the look. So, of them. Uh, right, Veyron's this... a piece of shit, man. This here. Would this... you want to drive? A... Oh, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, going too far. But when it now. came out, it was cool. But no, now, it's but shit. now, no. what's it got? Some blackjack headers on there. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Some Craigers. The, the Veyron, I never liked the look of the it's Veyron. Kind of, it's, it's kind of egg-shaped. but I think the know, Chiron or whatever it is, the, uh, Chiron or something, Chiron is a much better looking yeah. car. Yeah. But what's cool about the Veyron is when you start taking the body pieces all off of it, it's super high-tech underneath. It oh, it's looks a cool like, piece. I mean, you know, it's a super cool. It's because of all the coolers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we took your, your 79... The 280ZX twin turbo V8 car, and we we put it in the video game. When they took the body off and photographed everything, and it's just coolers and lines. That piece and- of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Would you want to drive? Oh, that, yeah. had, that had some custom custom blackjack headers feeding the turbo. <laughs> no, that that car looks like a spaceship. <laughs> it does. It's a total spaceship. So this is what. So Tracy Morgan, uh, the car gets damaged. I'm going to say that. What bugs me is. Every headline is Tracy Morgan crashes $2 million supercar right after he leaves the dealership, right? It sounds like he's an idiot. He doesn't know what to do. He's over his head in this car. But that's not what happened. That's just the headlines. Mm-hmm. It is he took it out. He was driving it. Somebody was like gawking at him or something and sideswiped him and hit him. Right. Right. But here we are with the headlines going, Tracy Morgan wrecks his car. I'm like, come on. I know. We're, like, we're what evil. Are we, what are we doing now? It's just, I mean, talk about clickbait. I mean, it's, you know, and they're like, oh, and it's, it's, it's within three days of the anniversary of his accident. And I was like, eh. It, yeah. You know, it's like, it, it's, it's, it's fine. It, somebody sideswiped him a little fender bender. And I, on his car, it's going to be super expensive if, if he doesn't have Geico. Let me, but, let me tell you, 
let me tell you where I'm at now. Um, where I'm at now is I realize that everything is such clickbait. Oh, my God. And gosh. all the stories are so weird and lopsided and stuff that as a car guy with a computer who's a friend of Tracy Morgan's, <laughs> I didn't bother looking. Right. Because I knew it was a zero that burger. A, that's I don't, it. I, I've seen expensive cars with scuffs on the quarter panel. Yeah. I'm moving on. Yeah. And it's uh, it's insane. Our storytelling and the news is insane because I was just reading this um, article and it was like uh, Trump goes to England, Trump goes to London and insults the mayor. And it's like, okay, <laughs> that's the story yeah. on CNN, except for they left out the part where the mayor of London called him a big orange douchebag before <laughs> he came to London. So... <laughs> <laughs> Probably not great journalism right. because <laughs> right. I'm reading a story that just sounds like Trump rolled into town and, yeah, and landed, insulted the mayor. Hey, screw you. I'm getting back on the plane. The mayor insulted him yeah. and then he went back and fired back. But that's not really. Trump fires back at. That would be a more accurate depiction is, yeah, of it. Yeah. And then you should also include what the mayor said about him, yeah. not just the second part of the argument. So it's basically. If I was standing with Max Zapata and Max in the in the kitchenette and Max Zapata kicked me in the shin and I said, hey, and I kicked him back in the shin. Yeah. If you're CNN, you can't write a you can't write Corolla a headline kicks. that says Corolla kicks employee in the shin. <laughs> Although accurate, technically, you're not doing a good journalistic job, <laughs> I would argue. That's what I'd be submitting to. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. And also, all, all stuff. the only part of the story I like is that he was hit by a Honda CRV, which is the oh. car for people who wish they didn't have to drive a car. Yes. It is, the, it is my number one car for people to just go... I don't want a car. I wish there was some goddamn public transportation I could take everywhere all the time. But if I must own a car, I will get a Honda CRV, especially yeah. the earlier ones. And the front wheel drive only one. Where- yeah, we see that huge daylight coming through the rear <laughs> suspension where the pumpkin would be. Yeah, you're like, where's the rest of it? <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Yeah. You've got to make one Mulholland run. Yeah. <laughs> 1988 Ooh. bone stock Honda CRV, okay. the car my stepmother drove, ba- brown inter- brown exterior with a beige cloth interior, yeah, front wheel drive, yeah, or the original Bullet Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'd have to think about it. Yeah, you'd, you'd pause for a minute because like the CRV works and the air is on. Uh. <laughs> the bullet Mustang got to roll down the windows. What better things. argument could it be for that car's a piece of shit? <laughs> I'd go with the Mustang. You'd I'd go, go with the Mustang, Mustang just to say it, but you'd yeah. be scared. Yeah. I'd go slow. How fa- Is there a minimum mile an hour? <laughs> that's the that's question. If you can't below, you can't below, go below 50 or it explodes. Max Zapata, Eddie Griffin. There was, there was some... Uh, Eddie Griffin, Enzo Ferrari crash. Remember this one? Yes. You do remember this one? Yes. All right. So there was some controversy a few years ago because they had some movie come out. So what happened is Fast and Furious, the franchise, started really getting momentum. So all the other people went back and went like, we got to come out with Redline or Maximum RPM or some kind of weird car thing. We got to get in on this. Yeah. Like, let's go to Eddie Griffin. 
<laughs> is it Griffin? Yeah, he didn't crash his Enzo. I don't know if the story says crashed his Enzo. It wasn't no, his no, Enzo. no, no. The guy that, like, one of the producers that right. pretty much bankrolled that film, like, put all of his cars in there. And the story that was more it may entertaining. Have been, it may have been Redline or something. Yeah, I think it was Redline. And the story was like, he destroys his real, like, uh, you know, like McLaren SLR. And, you know, in the film. And he's like, yeah, it's the price of doing filmmaking. But then... <laughs> this Enzo crashes. And people are like, "Oh, that he was at Irwindale. It was like with the core. He locked up the he locked up the brakes." And the point is, is first first off, that's a real car crash. Secondly, yeah. people were like, "Is this a publicity stunt to try to draw publicity for it?" I was like, no, "No, that's a guy crashing a car. That's a guy." You lock up the front brakes, you turn the wheel, but unfortunately, you've locked up the front brakes. Yeah, so you have a choice. Yeah. You're either brakes can work before you hit a barrier, or you can let go of the brakes and turn and the car. Turn, spin it. But Eddie is not that experienced, and he locked up the front brakes and yeah, right. was turning the wheel while the front brakes were locked up, and he went hard yeah. into a cement barrier. Yeah. That was not a publicity stunt. That was not stunt. a publicity stunt, and definitely one of the cars that the owner and the producer of that movie did not want to crash. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, he says, uh, I was coming around the track and came into a tight turn, and I hit a cone, and the cone got caught underneath the tire. So the tire locked up, and I slammed into the wall. No. That's not what happened. That's not what happened. <laughs> That's not what happened. That's not what happened. What happened I, was I believe he hit a cone. He did hit a I cone. I believe he hit a wall. And he knocked over a cone. <laughs> Can I tell you, there's so much autocrossing going on in this country that if a cone did that. Yeah, if a cone a- locks up the tire, there would never be cones on any track. <laughs> well, if you think about it, how does a cone lock up? The cone could go through. It could cycle through and then be spit out. Yeah. It could get. Look, uh, you're you'll, talking you'll to a guy who drove a race. And- I had a royal purple sign. <laughs> <laughs> I had a three foot by nine foot yeah. royal plastic royal purple sign that I dragged all the way across yes. the track at Laguna Seca and into pit lane, and I could drive the car fine except for the, <laughs> yeah. the stupid... making some noise and someone's yelling at you with a flag. But other than that, stupid. it's fine. Why did the car? The thing couldn't spit out the back of my car and it had <laughs> no. this spot weld to the underneath <laughs> of my car. Yeah, it 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 melted to my exhaust. Yeah, we have it. It's hanging. Hanging in the shop. Right. There's no way the cone locked up the wheel. Like, well, let me see it one more time, Max Zapata. It, you see him hit the cone, but both wheel. Well, you can't see the driver. You can't see the driver's side wheel, but the, you see the passenger side wheel, front wheel, locked up. There's no cone in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a good story. Hit a cone. Cone locked up the wheel. All right. Is he going to hit the cone? Oh, he hit the cone. The cone flew three feet yeah. in front of him. Cone's the cone didn't even go underneath smart. the car. How accurate a portrayal of cone <laughs> locked up front tire would that be? We literally have video footage of that not happening. <laughs> right. That was his quote. He, he told the news. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And of course the news was like, yeah, that's what happened. I'm sure that's what happened because no one's going to check the footage. He should never work for the... Uh, a not the, is it the ATF, the uh, transport? You know the guys who are like reconstruct the airline commercial airline oh, crashes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the ATF? No, that's alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Right. This is the aeronautical <laughs> t- transportation. I don't know what is the what is the reconstruction of it, it is like an AT something. But it's not yeah, ATF. Yeah. It's a is it's it a, F. It's an AT. 
it's a, I don't know. It's the guys who do the reconstructions yeah. of the commercial airline flights. Like they get all the pieces, they get a hangar and they reconstruct the they planes pieces and they put it back together. Like yeah. like you're digging up dinosaur bones and putting them up in a museum. Uh, Eddie Griffin would not be good at that job. <laughs> no. Why did this Airbus 380 crash? Pilot was eating a sandwich, yo. <laughs> like, uh, well, dropped, we, dropped some mustard on his lap, went down. Yeah. Just went down. He hit a cone. <laughs> In the air. He was eating a cone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. You got, uh, what do you got? Do I got the next reader? You got the next oh, reader. Oh, you I got do. J.B. Weldon. Yeah. What? ATB? A- A-B? Damn it. ATB? It, it's CTB. ATB. I don't know who who investigates commercial airline crashes. ATB. 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 There you go. What does it stand for? The <laughs> ATB. <laughs> right. How, how do we click away from that? Aviation. Uh, oh no, this is a. Oh, sorry, this is the wrong part. Well, it is ATB, I think, or it's it's initials. I don't know. Whatever yeah, I yeah. said, yeah, it's yeah. sort of Air pl- Transport Bureau. Air, Air transport, transport bureau. Right. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> so al- a- alcohol, tobacco, ATF, and they do, and this is ATB. Yeah. Okay. So I'm a little nuts, but not pretty close. It's all government stuff. It's all they government stuff. I love their acronyms. I'll tell you what I love. I love J. It's not an acronym. It's just initials. <laughs> I like the initials of J.B. Weld, everybody. Big or small projects. J.B. Weld for your home, for your garage. You want it to last. We're proud to have J.B. Weld Epoxy Adhesive as our sponsor. Keep J.B. Weld in your toolbox, kitchen drawer, craft room. Good for metal, wood, plastic, and more. Made in the USA. Pros and DIYers have trusted J.B. Weld for more than 50 years. We use it uh, at the shop. We use it here. I use it at home. I use it in the garage. We use it in the studio. Stuff's good. And... Now they make everything. So, like, yeah. when I was coming up, it was pretty much just JB Weld, and they do, like, metal repair. Yeah. Like, if you had a hole in your muffler or something, yeah. you could yeah. patch it with JB Weld. Yeah, and they have high-temp versions for that now. But now they have the super glue and everything else available at jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's. You can get on Amazon. JB Weld, world's strongest bond. National Transportation Safety Board. That one's NTSB. That sounds, sounds right. That sounds right. NTSB. All right. Um, what are you driving? Oh, right now, uh, the the Range Rover SV Autobiography. You saw it. You got to peek in it real quick. I, Auto what? Autobiography. Really? Yeah. It's the super fancy version. It's a $181,000 Range Rover. And um, uh, this one so far is is doing well. I drove the Range Rover Sport plug-in hybrid, and I had so many problems with the electronics, the infotainment system. Everything was crashing. This one is spot on. I was getting a seat massage on the way here. <laughs> they have different versions of it. There's like combo, and there's like wave, and then there's hot stone. Is the hot name of this, stone is the name of the seat massage? Wow. And it warms the seat. It gives you a massage mm. on, the, on the way here. We should do the podcast from in the vehicle because I feel like... 100, be, 181K. Yeah. has to be the most expensive Range Rover I, out I, there, I think, right? I think there's a long wheelbase version oh. that'll push 200. Jesus. It's beautiful. The interior's beautiful. Oh, my God. Beautiful. It's fantastic. Yeah. Ooh. 
Diamond it's, quilt stitching. Yeah. Back, everyone. Who could have? Oh, oh wait yes. a minute. Wait a minute. One day I will be recognized. Yeah, pull up the Haggerty article where you mentioned diamond stitching. <laughs> you said, this is the thing. When I was yelling about diamond stitching uh, 12 years ago, yeah. 15 years ago, when I was yelling about diamond stitching, and don't ask don't take my word for it. I took a Lamborghini, tore out the interior, uh, and put a diamond stitching interior yeah. in it. That was 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. When I was yapping about diamond stitching, uh, the only vehicles that came with diamond stitching were like a Ferrari 575 or Ferrari 550 Marinella. Mm-hmm. That was about it. Maybe a couple Ferrari offerings. But a Ferrari V12 575 probably when I was yapping about diamond yeah. stitching in 2003 and 2004, came with it. Maybe Bentley. Maybe Bentley. Maybe. No other vehicles had it. Yeah. Now, every vehicle, yeah. every vehicle has diamond stitching because it, it's cool. It's cool, and it's genius. It, it completely changes the interior. And car companies are doing what I've always said, which is if it doesn't really cost any more money, like there's many things – in the production of an automobile, if you want to make a McLaren F1 in 1993, you can't just say to Hyundai, just replicate it. Just yeah, knock yeah, it yeah. off because it's like we can't. That's a carbon fiber tub. But things like diamond stitching and certain shapes on the exterior and certain shapes on the interior. I've been yelling about this my whole life. Yeah. Just rip off what the expensive guys are doing if yeah. you're Hyundai or whatever. I always used to get mad at like Pontiac, Chevy. Ford to a lesser degree, I'd go, look, an 88 VW Jetta has a perfectly nice interior, like bolsters on the seats, mm-hmm. cloth mm-hmm. inserts, a nice looking dash. Just go do that. Would you please <laughs> yeah. just rip them off? Just yeah, do not? what they're doing. And now everyone is just doing like Hyundai's just going, fuck it. We're just going to make uh, an Audi a- A7. Yeah. And we'll just knock 25 grand off the yeah, price. Like, It'll, like the Genesis. We'll just be the same shape, same interior, diamond. Yeah. We'll put the diamond. If, if Bentley's doing diamond quilting, then we'll do diamond quilting. If, uh, yeah, I think it's fantastic. And, and now you can get it pretty much everywhere, and it looks great, and it's fantastic in the Range Rover. Um, and uh, the other car, we, we spent some time in the in the McLaren 720S Spider. Mm. Uh, we got into it uh, on the show er- earlier this week. Um, I had Brad Fanshawe call in while, uh, while Goldberg's on his way to Saudi Arabia to fight The Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even believe Saudi Arabia is real. Yeah. Forget about The Undertaker. The Undertaker. No, oh, no it's, it's, it's a battle. It's a battle for Christ. sure. So he's going to go out there and get himself a paycheck, come back and buy some more Dodge Challengers. But uh, Brad and I got uh, – we met up at the Ritz-Carlton Laguna Niguel, and we did some photo shooting down there. And I got to tell you, like, the 720S has got to be the the best supercar, best sports car you can buy. I mean, without getting into the $1.5 million range. What's the price? So it starts at three fifteen, and the one we had was four eleven, four hundred eleven thousand. And mm-hmm. it, but rear wheel drive, not all wheel drive, no electric hybrid drive. Like it's just four liter twin turbo, seven hundred and ten horsepower. Wow! And it's a beast. It is just a, a beast. And all right. The, the convertible top's all carbon fiber. 
It's, mm. it's, oh, so it's like a hard top. Like yeah, a, it's convertible like a hard three, top. Two piece or whatever. This one had the optional panoramic glass in the middle, mm-hmm. and it's electrochromatic panoramic roof. I think they call it. You hit a button, it goes shoom, opaque. You hit it again, clear. Oh man, and, like and, a sci-fi. Oh movie. my god, it was the coolest thing ever. All it's right, like one of those cool conference rooms. Me, Denver Comedy Works coming up Friday, Saturday. I guess that'll be next Friday, Saturday. It'll be June fourteenth uh, and fifteenth. We're doing a couple of shows Friday, a couple of shows. Saturday. We're going to the Shelby Museum. Nice. So I'll rep- give you a little report from that. Portland, Monterey coming up. Golden State Theater in Monterey, August 17th. We're doing, this, doing some racing as well over there. So come out to the track during the, the day track. and then go to the show that night. And come by the pits and uh, say hi. We always like yeah. when people ask questions, take pictures. Uh, you can go to amcarolla.com for all the live shows. You can uh, check out Not Taco Bell material. You can uh, get that. Go to Chassis for all the car stuff coming up, C-H-A-S-S-Y. Check out Shift and Steer, available on iTunes and Podcast One. Till next time, Adam Carolla for Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. CarCast Show.